Hello everybody, welcome back to Everything Else. I'm your host, as always, Nick Stewart. I watched Aziz Ansari's new stand-up special on Netflix last night. Now, I'm not the biggest uh, critic of Aziz, and I'm also not his biggest fan. Uh, his specials are usually worth uh, a few chuckles, but uh, overall, he's, he's not my favorite comedian. Uh, based on the trailer for this one, I, I didn't really want to watch it. Uh, the entire trailer was about the COVID vaccine, and uh, it's just not the kind of thing on which I need to spend my time. You know, I, I don't need to make myself angry as a form of entertainment. Uh, but my wife wanted to watch it, and I thought it would be interesting to hear some of his perspective. Uh, so we turned it on. And I have to say, give credit where credit is due. It was very unfunny and uh, very ill-informed. Uh, so let's get that out of the way early. Uh, <laughs> I want to say I probably laughed twice, uh, but that might be a lie. I, I think I laughed once. Uh, had one genuine laugh. Um, but there were a couple of interesting things in the special. I really kind of think he he should stop doing stand-up and just kind of do TED Talks or something because he, he does say some interesting things. Uh, one thing I liked, uh, which is true of the last special as well, is that uh, he spends a lot of time talking about technology and information and the effect social media has had on all of us. And that's not something he talked about uh, before. He was um, kind of canceled a few years ago. He wasn't like full-blown canceled like uh, Louis C.K., but <laughs> there were a few months there where I was a little worried for him, uh, if you don't know. Uh, I don't really remember the details, but a girl came out making accusations about him that were hard to interpret um in in my opinion i i like i said it was a couple of years ago but i remember thinking at the time like that sounds like a very awkward date and not a me too situation and i think i'll leave it at that uh it doesn't you know add him to the ranks of harvey weinstein by any measure uh in my opinion so but it seems that uh ever since that happened to him uh, he's been very interested in like news cycles and false information and all that manner of things like how those things work on our our brains like what they do to our thought processes and uh he will talk about it for long stretches of time without making a joke he'll just kind of riff on culture in that way and i uh, have to imagine that what happened to him got him thinking about these things pretty deeply because it wasn't really part of what he did before so uh, in the last special, came out a couple years ago, um, he talked about this scandal connected to, I think, Pizza Hut. And apparently, uh, there was a pizza that seemed to have the pepperonis arranged in the shape of a swastika. So he asked the audience if anyone heard about this, and you know, about half of them raised their hands. And uh, he singled out one audience member and asked him uh, which news source he saw it on. Uh, because apparently one outlet had released a doctored photo of the pizza uh, that made it look, uh, you know, a lot more like a swastika than it really did in reality. So this guy in the audience says, yeah, you know, I think that's the one that I saw. So I probably saw like a photoshopped 
image and that's when Aziz admitted that he made the whole thing up. Uh, the There never was a scandal. <laughs> there never was a swastika pizza. And I was fascinated by what he did, you know, in in that experiment. Uh, and I even shared it with a lot of people because he got half the audience to admit to seeing something that never happened. And he, he even got one guy to double down on it and admit that he may have seen a different version of this thing that never happened. And it was just a perfect example of how people pretend to know things and just go along with whatever the crowd is doing. So I thought that was really brilliant. Um, you know, so even though I don't find him to be that funny, he he does interesting things like that. And, you know, call it the Mandela effect if you want. Uh, but the first time I watched that special, I felt like I had seen the pizza. And a few of the people I showed it to thought the same thing. And they swore they had seen it. Uh, but at the time, I don't know what would happen now if you Googled it. But at the time, if you Googled it, you didn't see anything. Like, it never happened. Like, it for sure was never a, a scandal that, that took place. So uh, he goes with uh, along the same line of thinking in, in this special, and he talks about how he uh, got a flip phone, got rid of his smartphone, for example, and he talked about getting off social media. Uh, but he committed a very telling, logical fallacy uh, when he was talking about the COVID vaccine that I just was so struck by that I, I had to talk about it here, obviously, it's what I'm doing right now. So he started out by making a very good point. And he basically told the crowd to stop being mean to anti-vaxxers. And by the way, he lumped general anti-vaxxers in with people who don't want a COVID vaccine mandate or this particular vaccine for COVID. Uh, which I think are very different things. I think someone who doesn't like the polio vaccine is a lot different than someone who doesn't want a vaccine mandate for COVID-19. So, um, but he said, you know, when, when you go on the news and accuse people of taking horse medication, it's not entirely true. And you're only pushing people further away and just, you know, making them dig their heels into whatever their position is. Very good point, Z's, in my opinion. Uh, he went, I don't know why I needed to uh, clarify it like that, but uh, then he went on to make an even better point. And he told the crowd, he said, they're just trapped in a different algorithm than you. Now, let that sink in. They are trapped in another algorithm than you are how true that is uh you know so i mean basically if you don't know there's algorithms in your in every news feed of every social media platform you use that uh take your likes and your interests and your cookies in your internet browser and basically um give you exactly the content that they think you want in your news feed and so the theory is that some people believe certain things only because that's what they're seeing everywhere and not because it's true and not because they've researched it. So that's what he means by that. And he talked about it for a while and uh, he even told the crowd to go uh, click on the things that uh, quote unquote they click on for a few days, you know, really good way of, uh, you know, separating the two groups of people by calling them they. Uh, but then came the fallacy. He maintains that we're all trapped in our own algorithm, uh, algorithms, 
and and then he goes on to talk about how wrong the anti-vaxxers are are you are you seeing the fallacy yet like he admits that we are predetermined by an algorithm to see the news that we see and it's based on our interests and what we already believe but then says that we're right and they're wrong how telling is that uh like even admitting that you're trapped in an algorithm, he still thinks he's 100% correct in his views and opinions. And that is a perfect example of what we call blue-pilled. And I'm sure everyone knows at this point, but the red and blue pills from the Matrix have been appropriated to various factions of political opinion and in the libertarian world, which is the algorithm that I'm supposedly trapped in, uh, the red-pilled are those who realize this is all a fixed game, the government is evil and doesn't work, and its only purpose is to perpetuate its own existence. And the blue-pilled are those who believe, you know, the government is trying to help us and most of what you hear on the news is true. You know, these, these organizations that lie are telling you the truth most of the time. And I mean, there are a lot of examples of blue-pilled thinking that I could give. Um, taxation is the price we pay to live in a society. Uh, or we would all be murdered if there wasn't a government. And I don't know, pick a thing. They hate us because we're free. That's probably the most classic. But what could be a better example of being blue-pilled than admitting you're only seeing what some big tech algorithm wants to show you and yet you still think you have all the info and that you're absolutely right you admit you're programmed but you think your programming is based on truth and that is a type of willful ignorance that i cannot abide uh, i joked earlier about being trapped in a libertarian algorithm uh, but I don't really think that's true. Uh, I see a lot of different things all over my feeds, and um, that's part of the reason that I'm so angry all the time, you know? Uh, the algorithm probably has no idea how to pigeonhole me, honestly, because I see communists and Democrats and Republicans and all sorts of stuff in my feed. You know, I follow left-wingers and right-wingers on pretty much every platform I'm on. So at the risk of committing the same fallacy as Aziz, I think I'm seeing a lot more opinions and worldviews than the average Republican or Democrat would, but maybe that's just what the algorithm wants me to believe. So thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you next time.